Welcome back to the Triple Threat. Now, back to Joe, H, and Eric from the Archview Flooring Studios on the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2FM, and InsideSTL.com. Back here on the Triple Thread, it's the all-new 590 The Fan. Joe Howard and Eric with you. Already talked the bridge, got our NFL discussion in for the day. Three things coming up in a bit, and we'll also find out how we did in the H-bomb in the 3 o'clock hour. But earlier today, the Cardinals made it official, the news that came out over the weekend, that they have signed free agent left-handed pitcher Brett Cecil to a four-year deal Worth about $30 million. Uh, The Cardinals introduced Cecil to the media today. And, uh, well, uh, it it looks like it's pretty clear what their plan is for the bullpen. They're not going to do anything to improve the starting rotation, I think. And that's due in part to some young talent they have on the roster, along with some contracts that they can't get rid of. So they with news from two weeks ago of stretching out Trevor Rosenthal and now bringing in a an arm like Brett Cecil, I think it's pretty clear that they want a, a lot of long relievers in that bullpen in case <laughs> the starting rotation doesn't live up to, uh, well, what the potential might be. Yeah, they paid a lot of money for him, about $30 million over four years. They had to do that, apparently, to win the bidding war with some other teams and give him that extra year. Isn't it strange, though, that that's not even... Really, a lot of money yeah, anymore. Seven, what's that? Seven and a half. Yeah, seven million. and a half a year. Yeah. It's like, okay, oh, that's not that bad. Well, some people that's may think it's a lot for a reliever, but it really isn't, considering how good this guy's been. I mean, since he's been a full time starter in 2013, he reliever is, or full time reliever. Thank you. He has held lefties to a 214 batting average and a 303 slugging, and he's not just a lefty specialist like a Randy Choate, where he can only pitch it, you know, an inning, but. An he inning. Is, he or, would or, hit batter. Batter. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, we wish Randy Randy Joe could pitch pitching an inning. <laughs> but he he could get other he can get righties out, but when he's been healthy over the last few years, he has at times been dominant. And I think this is a nice addition. If if Zach Duke were healthy, you probably wouldn't have seen yeah, this. Exactly. That's and that's, maybe wonder, even if Tyler if Lyons were healthy, you may not have seen this. But you lose Duke, you maybe have lost Lyons for some of the season, and then Tim Cooney, who kind of maybe was an option. He, he, you lose him on waivers, so you really needed another lefty. I do wonder, because Zach Duke, we know the White Sox pushed him. We really didn't see the Cardinals push him too much on multiple innings, pitching multiple innings, but it does look like Brett Cecil is a guy who can fit that Andrew Miller-type role of going three innings, of getting you eight, nine outs in a game if, if needed, and the Cardinals now, it looks like, are going to see how far they could stretch Trevor Rosenthal, and they'll have him there. I don't know if you saw Ken Rosenthal over the weekend in his article had a little blurb about the Cardinals shopping around Michael Waka, mm-hmm. which uh, Brendan Schaefer wrote about um, for KMOV. And if Michael Waka is still on the team next year, he's another long reliever. You have, you have a lot of guys Garcia in that could bullpen. Be. Garcia could very be. well, I mean, very well. If could they if, can't trade him. If he, you know, if he can get his head right and be able to pitch in a situation he's not comfortable with, Jaime Garcia could be a guy that can have to get that, that can get you, you know, more than six outs in a game. I think that they are loading up that bullpen with a lot of different arms and a lot of different ways to come at you. But still, at the end of games, you still have Kevin Segrist, you still have Sangwano, 
in the back end of that bullpen to get you those final outs of the game. Now, that looks how, like how it is setting up with Segrist and O in your 8-9, and then earlier than that, you got your guys who can put out the fire. And Rosenthal is probably going to be the leading candidate for that, assuming he's not a starter. I think Waka, if he's not traded, could be that guy. Cecil is more of a one to three batters kind of guy. I mean, you, I don't think he had you an inning. So? Yeah, I don't think he had an inning, an outing last year where he threw more he than an inning. He was bad last year. Well, he, yeah, he was. I mean, it was, last year he was hurt. Last year, yeah, there was he, something wrong with him. But you're talking about a guy who's a few years removed from being a a starting pitcher. Well, like four years now, though. I mean, 13, he started being a reliever. I think he's more of a seventh-inning guy getting a tough lefty. He's more of a, okay, Anthony Rizzo is up with two on and two out in the seventh inning. That, to me, is Brett Cecil. He's coming in. But it could be in the but it could be depending on who your starter is and the pitches that could be in the sixth. Yeah, right. And then could go into sixth. the seventh potentially, yeah. depending on the whole situation and where the batting order is and everything. And you, if you think about your bullpen now, I think you're you're pretty you know barring more moves, you're you're pretty much set, aren't you? I mean, you got O, you got you Segrist, so. that's two. You got Cecil, you got um, Bowman who had a nice year last year. He'll be back. You got Rosenthal, so there's five. And then who am I missing? You've got. You can't. You cannot expect Waka to be. They already get rid of Broxton. They, no, they, Broxton they, is under a guaranteed well, contract for next year. Well, and, so was. I mean, Brian Pena was actually put on the uh, designated for assignment yeah. today to make room on the forty-man roster for Brett Cecil. So I, I could see another free agent signing, maybe saying, "You know what, uh, Jonathan? We don't really have room for, well, for you dep- either." I, I think there, there's still. I think there's still a lot of. Maybe not a lot, but there's a certain amount of roster jockeying that's going to happen between now and spring training, which is still what you know three months away. Well, here you you so. mentioned so you mentioned Brett Cecil on the team. You mentioned Sangwon O, Kevin Segrist, Matt Bowman, Luke Weaver, Carlos well, I don't Martinez, think... Jaime Garcia, Lance Lynn, Mike Leake, Adam Wainwright, Michael Waka. That's eleven, you know, names. Well, out of those right names, there. though, I I don't think Weaver. I would be willing to bet Weaver does not start the year on the major league roster unless there are injuries. I think he starts the year at AAA, and and you never know who's going to as be, a starter. You never know what surprise might pop up. Someone we're not even talking about, right? Can all of a sudden do some really interesting things in the spring that cause everybody to open their eyes. So. Well, and Jaime's going, probably going to be traded. And I, and I think, like you had said earlier, Joe, I think there's a pretty good possibility, maybe not 50-50, but a, certainly a decent percentage chance that Waka's traded, too. I, we're, we're sitting here saying that, though. If you are another GM, say, say we're doing sports talk in Cincinnati, and we're sitting here and we're going, hey, you know what? Uh, maybe the Cardinals come calling, and they offer us Michael Waka and Jaime Garcia. You know, are we sitting here and looking at those two and saying, yeah, those are guys I really want on my roster. Those are guys that have been, that have trouble oh, past, that are hurt, that they look like high upsides when you look at the free agent market. But these are guys that Jaime Garcia hasn't, you know, had a very bad year last year and Walk has been hurt the last two years. I think, well, first of all, you can get something for both of them because there are teams that right now that would take either one or both and put them in their starting rotation. The question is, what could you get? For Jaime, the answer is probably not much, to be honest, given his long, his lengthy injury history. But with Waka, you've got a guy who's a lot younger and has reached, not that far ago, flashed dominant stuff. So if I'm another GM, I'm looking at him and thinking, that's a guy I might take a chance on. Now, yeah, are you going to get 
a stud for him? No. But as part of a package part, with a guy like thing. Michael Waka, I think he's got a, a, some value. More than Jaime, certainly, because of his youth. Although well, Garcia has the flip side advantage of being lefty. But still, there are – but I, I'm – it's one of those torn things, really, because you both make great points. And so I, I just don't see them being that attractive. But like you said, Barry, they're in a package that whatever else the Cardinals might have to put in to get something pretty good. Yeah, maybe that, that seals it. Maybe you're yeah. like, oh, can we have Waka too, or could we have Jaime too? Not necessarily a standalone trade. But the thing like Jaime almost makes no sense to be on this team. I mean, if everyone's healthy, it re- you really you just don't see he's not going to the bullpen. I mean, so where where's he fit? But with Waka, you could see him even if everybody's healthy, you could see him either in that Andrew Miller type role if he adjusts well to the bullpen and he embraces it as a, as a guy who can come in and give you two or three innings. Or, and this is something we haven't talked a lot about, how many innings do they want Alex Reyes to throw next year? Is Alex Reyes going to be on an inning cap? Because I, I'm assuming he will be. And if he is, does it make sense to start him in the major leagues from day one? Or does it make sense to start him in AAA for a month or two and have him pitch four or five innings at AAA to save his arm? And if that's the case and Waka looks great in spring training, I could see a scenario where Waka is in your opening day starting rotation because he's a guy who starts, at least the last few years, has started hot and then gotten worse as the season went on. Or are they looking at, like we've been saying, building up that bullpen, or it could be, well, we just as soon have Reyes pitch four or five innings here to build him up, and then you have that protection in the bullpen with some other guys rather than just you know, kind of waste them for a month in Memphis. Do that here. Pitch yeah, the four or five innings. You could innings. do that. So th- those could all be the options that they will possibly be considering. Hopefully people are uh, a little happy that a move was made, any kind of move was already made. The Astros seem to be the only uh seem to be a very busy team early on as they just traded for Brian McCann and also signed Josh Reddick. So they are uh they so far are the early uh I guess the the early winners of free agency in a very weak free agent class. Uh not sure what to expect during the 2016 hot stove season. We need to take another break. It's the top of the hour. Come back with three things here on the Triple Threat. It is the all-new 590 The Fan.